Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Ken Laird and Chris Curtis on WEEI. Well, Ken tapped out. He was dominated for two hours, so uh, the the bland manager has pulled in uh, Andy Hart. <laughs> I haven't heard that before. That's good. Yeah, because I, I, I call myself a bland personality since technically my role is brand personality. You're looking very svelte, by the way. Oh, thank you. Uh, you Awaken 180, getting it done. Yeah, shy. I mean, he's like he's like I've lost half of them. Can't even recognize him these days. It truly. I, I mean, I know I'm a shill, whatever. Blah blah blah. Like it truly is amazing. Yeah. Like how quickly you can change your body and feel differently, and it matters. I mean, I know you've gone through it. You've had yeah. some ebbs and flows for various reasons. You got it. Um, how's Shime doing? I haven't seen him since he. Uh, I mean, there is a budding rivalry between Skinny Shime and Greg because Greg is the sort of his side of the street is the trainer Dan. He's talking about the old man walks, and now Shime's coming in. He had a one-liner about Greg eating eggs Benedict, and I thought Greg was going to go across the be- the, guest- <laughs> the uh, desk here into the other studio, but. It's good. Shime looks great. Love Shime. How can you know? Shime's just like a happy-go-lucky. You know, he's kind of. A, I mean, his football stuff is really hardo, and but I, I love I, that. But it makes it. I love it. I, if you're going to be a, a bear, be a grizzly. Right. 
So you're gonna have a take and be weak, right? No, go oh, all in. And, and He's I, wrong a lot. God is he ever wrong? But you, you nailed the Mac one. I mean, you got to give him credit right. for that. He blew the Bengals should not take Joe Burrow one and he nailed said the, Mac. the bail, ba- Bengals oh, yeah, shouldn't take Burrow. It's the same theory that is now being reinvented for the Patriots. The Bengals had too many holes; they weren't ready for a quarterback. Don't take a quarterback. Trade down, get more picks. Stupid. It was stupid then. It's stupid now. Wow. Have you ever seen that old picture when, when the uh, Buckeyes had Burrow? There was like th- like oh, yeah, yeah. this unbelievable recruiting class that never materialized for many reasons. But anyway, we were talking BC. We'll get to that maybe before I, I leave at noon. But what did I, you say talking BC? We were, we were talking Is BC. Is that what you said? BC. The B and then the C. Right. We're talking BC. Wow. That doesn't happen often. You and I were during no, I know. the break. I mean, I, I, I can't I, tell you the last time I thought, cared, or talked about BC. I have that way about me. I make people interested in nonsensical things. But uh, no, or Billy O. Bill O'Brien to BC is maybe the the biggest uh, football story of the last couple months, given given that the lack of events in the uh, Patriots department. I mean, we all love Alex Van Pelt. I mean, can we start with the Patriots briefly on the draft? You're the host. Uh, well, I guess, but de facto. <laughs> um, where do you stand on this? Just, I'll, I'll share my thoughts. I'd love to hear yours. So, beginning at the start of last season was the Jumbotron, new big video board. We're, look at how cool. It's a very young roster in a tough division. Don't worry, we're not going to be that good. Then they have 4-13, and 13, Bill Belichick on, and then the immediate aftermath of Bill is to do everything 180 degrees away from how Bill would have conducted business with this Gerard Mayo telling me that they're going to burn cash. They invite the world that we're going to be available. Here's Alex Van Pelt. He's a Sagittarius. He likes pizza. Here's, you know, Devon... Uh, Covington, he's the defensive coordinator, he's going to be called, whatever. The way I see it, and I have to admit, it being, this is a, with the dynasty in the backdrop. So my feelings on the Patriots' feelings towards Bill Belichick are made by how Kraft has depicted Bill in the docuseries. Mm-hmm. Wow. But that... I agree with it, but I'm not sure everybody's saying that, how Kraft depicted Bill. Oh, 1,000%. I mean, Jeff Benedict didn't do it alone? I mean, God love Jeff Benedict, but uh, no. Uh, and so... I sit here today, and if you're going to judge the Patriots by their actions, they believe that Belichick was the problem and that leaving, getting rid of Bill will resolve that problem. And I find that to be shockingly short-sighted. Um, I think that's uh, accurate, but I think what you're doing is you have to sort of break Bill up into eras or chunks, and the last chunk. They are, they're basically saying the last chunk of Bill Belichick was the problem. Wherever you start that, whether it's Brady, post-Brady, hell, Matt Patricia the last two years, wherever the train went off the track, they believe that the Belichick Express just derailed and was, you know, whether the game passed him by, whether ego got in the way, whether it became personal, whatever the reasons, that was the problem. And I think to some degree Robert Kraft certainly believes that. I think to some degree Gerard Mayo, your new head coach, probably believes that. But I will also say some of this to me is just as old as football itself. Players coach to hard-ass coach. And the pendulum just swings sometimes too far. And either, Right? Like, where'd you go from Bill Parcells? Oh, we got to go Pete Carroll. Let's right. get pumped and jacked. Oh, that's awesome. He's gone. Robert regretted it immediately, if you believe him now. Um, so I think some of that is just the natural, whether you're an owner, GM hiring, if you deal with a hard-ass who makes your life difficult, you go the other way and just naturally do that. I also think, and I don't know where you feel on this, there feels like there's this weird modernization this HR driven, uh, like this is the world we live in, right? Like everybody gets, you know, stress breaks and yeah. mental health matters Feelings. more. And I, and I don't mean to say it in a mockingly sense here, no. but like 
it feels like that corporate co- collaboration, it feels like these catchphrases come from corporate culture or even schools and the way things are now being done when you oversee large groups of people. Like, that's just the accepted way of doing business. That we're wa- Even college football is very much going down this road of not we're, – we're getting further and further from Bear Bryant. Where'd Nick Saban go? The hell out of college football. And I know a lot of that is money, but there's just more factors where – it's a brave new world in sports, and the, the outside world is infringing upon what used to just be hardo dictatorial culture. I think that's kind of being phased out. Yeah, and I, you're spot on, and I agree that that is the way of the world. I guess from where I sit, if Sean Payton were available, and he's not, if there was, I don't know who the best, if Jim Harbaugh wanted to coach the Patriots and be in charge of everything, I don't think they would have said we want collaborative. I no. think that's what you say when you don't have Jim Harbour. That's what you say when you don't have an Ozzie Newsome or whomever else in the NFL personnel department. And that's what I'm most concerned with. I'm not worried about Gerard Mayo, the coach. He's going to have some learning. He's going to have a, you know uh, he's going to have to learn on the job. There's going to be growing pains, all of that. But I, I'm totally open in, to giving him a shot and allowing him the, the a long rope where he can learn on the job and find mm-hmm. his way. What I am really concerned about and it's the most important element of their offseason is the way they have built or not really changed their front office and that bill belichick's gone so you know the big boogeyman's gone but elliot wolf who i guess has a good reputation he's taken over but matt grow remains intact Mm -hmm. a guy that we all thought was there i did because of val his dad and bill and all this and these decisions are as consequential as they can be. I don't know what the Patriots would be today if they took Meyer over Bledsoe. I don't know where the Patriots would be if they didn't have Bill Parcells lock up that kind of talent like Tylon, Teddy Bruschi, and Ted Johnson, and right. Curtis Martin, and all those guys. So where do you stand on the roster creation and how that sort of collaborative approach will manifest itself? I think Elliot Wolf has final say. And I think you can argue... Elliot Wolf is the most qualified, attractive person in a new role in that building. Uh, like, if you just look, if you looked at Elliot Wolf not as a guy who's been here and like, well, now they're kind of keeping him, promoting him, whatever. He's usurping Grow because Grow's been ahead of him, but now it seems like he's a ahead of Matt Grow. I think if you just said we're bringing in Elliot Wolf from, he was with Seattle last year. And he's been with Cleveland and Green Bay, and he's Ron Wolf's kid, and he helped draft this guy, helped develop that guy, whatever, you'd feel better about it. But because he's here, there's no change, right? It's back to this idea, well, we're just pulling Bill out, who's the best person in the room based on his resume and his career, and expecting everything to get better. And I understand that trepidation, but if you just – he's more qualified than Gerard Mayo. Even Gerard Mayo admitted that, right, the press conference where he said – I don't really have any connections. I've had to lean on Elliot, right? And and I give Gerard Mayo credit. I feel like he's being very open. Now, we may mock this later with what he doesn't know. You know, you don't know what you don't know. And he even said, you think you put a staff together, that's good. And then by the end of your first year, you realize you didn't. It's kind of like building a house. Do it once to learn how to build a house and then build the right house the second time when you've made all the mistakes. And I think we're going to live through that. And a lot of people don't want to hear that. The most negative man on the planet, Adam Jones, our afternoon host, 
for some reason thinks they're going to make the playoffs this year. He's, he's chosen this hill to be positive and optimistic, and it, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Mr. Negativity thinks it's going to be an unprecedented turnaround, because I believe this would be unprecedented if they made the playoffs. The Patriots, are they trading for Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. He seems to think just because in the NFL every year, whatever the number is, six teams that didn't make the playoffs make the playoffs, and the Houston Texans okay. I, look I, good. I got a team that's gonna, that didn't make the playoffs that's going to make the playoffs. It's called the New York Jets. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the division. <laughs> absolutely, and for good reason. Right. There's no shot in hell, in my opinion, that the Patriots have a winning record or make the playoffs. Zero. No. I would put whatever money you want me to put on it that they will not do that because it just, the structure isn't there. It's too many changes. I don't know what you're hanging your hat on if you think it's going to be good. New coach, new GM, new offensive coordinator, guys that have never done their jobs before, not to mention new quarterback, not to mention where's all the talent coming from. It just, there's no shot. But Elliot Wolf. I know people get pissed about the whole nepotism thing, I guess, and he's obviously a nepotism baby. Ron Wolf, that's his guy. But I, but I do view it differently with him, and I do the same thing with Kyle Shanahan, that Kyle started under his dad, but branched sur- out. Branched out. Right. And I'm happy that Steven is branching out and is in Washington and can work there, and then we'll right. see. I, I think what Steven does from today, or from when he was hired in Washington for the rest of his career, will be on his merits. He started ahead of others, which... That's true, but we all we can go back to that. I mean, I sure as hell benefited from that in my life. Yep. So there is, but I think that Stephen, that's the right thing to do, and I think Elliot Wolf's a guy that certainly is, has paid his dues in other organizations. He was not just given a, a GM gig out of college. Now, will it work? But you're right. He's the most important guy because I think he has the final say. Will Gerard have say? Sure. Are they going to collaborate? Alex Van Pelt will probably have input on the quarterback. Because that only makes sense. Your offensive coordinator, quarterback's coach, he's a quarterback guru, he's worked with a bunch of guys. But in the end, I think as that information flows upward and people are asked to leave the room before they make a final pick, I think it goes to Mayo Wolf. And then if there's a, a butting of heads and a failed collaboration process, I think Elliot Wolf makes the final decision. Okay, but here's my question. Uh oh. If there is a decision, if Elliot Wolf does not believe Jaden Daniels is a franchise quarterback, mm-hmm. and Robert Kraft does, mm-hmm. they're drafting Jaden Daniels. Oh yeah, absolutely. If the veto power is always there with any owner, like but whether they he, but, choose to use but it or he not, he didn't use it with Bill. Uh, I mean, a lot of people believe that he drafted Mac Jones, right? That's right, a right, that's right. an ongoing narrative, which began the unraveling, and he used it with Parcells, which began the unraveling, right? So I don't know where we are in that process because one of the themes I found interesting in the dynasty, you brought it to that. Yeah, I, I want to get your thoughts on that as they they you know do their little flashbacks and then forward flashbacks is Drew being all excited when Robert arrives as the guy who's going to spend money, invest in the franchise, and we're going to become a real franchise. So Robert arrives as that. Then he's a meddlesome owner, drives Parcells out because they actually make the right decision and draft a really good player in Terry Glenn, who's a key part. Now goes off the rails, didn't have legs. Um, And then with Belichick, gives all the power to him after, I guess, in their words, after the 04 Super Bowl, Bill has total control which leads to a lack of spending and investment. And I now I think it swings back around again, and we're back to early 90s craft, who everybody, thanks to your answers from Gerard Mayo here on the Greg Hill Show, is going to be burning cash. Right. So we've come kind, kind of full circle. There was the spending craft, then the meddlesome craft, then there was the cheap craft slash Belichick who don't spend. They do it in a value-based way, and now we're going to burn some cash again, baby. And it also is the timing of it, which is that in order to stay compliant with the CBA, yep. they have to spend. So. And they just flat out need players. It also combines, and people miss this fact, they would have spent more money if they drafted better because they would have re-signed players. They didn't have many players to re-sign. They all sucked. They didn't want them. They didn't play out rookie contracts. Like right now, 
there's various people want Mike Onwenu. They want Kyle Duggar, right? If you had had Kyle Duggar a few years ago and you extend Kyle Duggar to a four-year, $85 million contract, that affects your cash spending and it affects right. all your spending. Like when, when you extended you, Gronk. When you draft poorly, you spend less in a way because you don't extend those first. If you had hit on Mac, but right now we'd be talking about a $200 million contract for Mac Jones. You didn't. So not hitting on quarterbacks, not hitting on draft But I picks, would say that there are teams spending. that don't hit on the draft and they overspend in free agency. Sure. And guess who doesn't believe in that, or didn't believe in that in his roots. Bill Belichick. Elliot Wolf. Green Bay Packers don't sign free agents. That was their belief philosophically, organizationally, for multiple decades. They literally wouldn't sign free agents. I believe Julius Peppers, when he went there, was the first notable free agent signing they had in a long time. Probably since Reggie White. I was going to say. Like, they went through this whole, they believed it was part of their, like, philosoph- philosophy in scouting to draft and develop and do it all in, Red Sox, do it all internally, and they found success with it, or they make trades, they do various other things. Well, it's things. easy to find success when you go from Favre to Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, if you, don't nice have if, Favre, that. if you don't have Favre or Rodgers, I don't care how many free agents you don't And sign. it's a different time. The, the salary cap, we right. all know, blew up because of the COVID re- reimbursements and all that crap and the, the TV blowing up. Everybody has money. There's going to be money just going crazy across the NFL in a couple weeks. So that's Andy week. Hart. Uh, he'll be on until 1. Ken Laird off doing some production work as the baseball season begins. Yeah, baby, WEI. let's go! Hall of Fame Joe Castiglione begins his 42nd season at 1 o'clock with Rob Bradford because you know what? Baseball's many things. It certainly isn't boring. You know what I'm worried about? You know that new sign everybody was touting, the Ted Williams quote that, like, hit the ball in the air or whatever? Oh, I thought they were going to say Rome was built in a day, but I hired <laughs> no. their contractors. They, everybody was taking that picture, some gate down in Fort Myers where you enter, and they're like, this new hitting philosophy from Ted Williams, like, put the ball in the air, hit the ball in the air. And all I could think of was Joseph Castiglione swinging up, pop up. Because <laughs> if you hit the ball in the air and you're Ted Williams, it lands on a red seat that's, like, right. ridiculously far away. If you kind of stink and hit the ball in the air, some right. guy just catches it behind second base. If you're Connor Wong, it doesn't quite <laughs> right. make a new record. Hanging uh... a pop-up. Well, I'm actually looking forward to Joe Castiglione tone all season long because he doesn't hide it well. <laughs> no, he does not. And uh, what an offseason by the Red Sox. Anyway, but 1 o'clock, the new season begins. Hope is eternal here, Joe Braverman. Here's Joe Braverman with what's trending. And after Joe's update, I will get Andy Hart's thoughts on the dynasty. Coming up next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Just so you know, on this whole video thing. The video thing? The Jets game in 2007. Oh. Okay. Just, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to reopen it. Well, we have to talk it a little bit. Yeah, right. But just, just, you know, I mean, this is, you're not going to, I'm not, like, could I tell you stories? Yes. Am I going to, no, I got some, this is, it's going to the grave with me a little bit. Okay. Well, let's just talk about it. We'll see where we go. That was uh, Ernie Adams on the Dynasty docu-series on Apple TV. I'm Chris Curtis. Uh, Ken Laird of Ken and Curtis departed an hour early to get the Red Sox broadcast ready to go, which is at 1 o'clock right here on WEEI as Joe Castiglione begins his 42nd season. Damn. Oh, that is wild. Two years before I was born, he started. So. Damn. Anyway, that all kicks off at 1, and don't miss a single pitch of the Red Sox all year long here on WEI or our fabulous affiliates across New England and the country. So where do you stand on this docuseries, Andy Hart? And do you take the same opinion I have out of that, which is that Ernie Adams was trying to be helpful, and boy, did he step in it. Oh, he definitely, well, he made it strange. I didn't think he needed to go down that road. Now, I think his intention is probably... Um, yeah, everybody was doing it. I could tell you, you know, that kind of idea that I could tell you stories. We were like the tip of the iceberg. We didn't do anything compared to X, Y, Z, but I'll go to my grave because I'm not a snitch like Eric Mangini. And once you're part of the family, blah, blah, blah. This whole mobification of the Patriot way and the Patriot era kind of rubbed me the wrong way between Pioli and Ernie. Like yeah. you guys are football coaches. Like I, I, I understand it's a fraternity and it's high pressure and all that. You, you're football coaches. It shouldn't be like the mob. Um, well, especially considering Pioli won three titles with Belichick, but his father-in-law is Parcells, who mm-hmm. views Belichick as a guy that went against him. Yes. So where are you in the family in that regard? Because they all have their unwritten rules, and they pick and choose when they can follow or violate the unwritten rules for their own reasons, which is winning and helping themselves make money and get good jobs, just like Eric Mangini did. And, and I don't know this, and obviously it's all spe- speculation, but if Bill Belichick was coaching the Browns and he knew that Bill Parcells with the Patriots was filming signs in that playoff game, he would have ratted him out Yeah, I, I believe that. Now, I, he may have controlled it better. Maybe it would have been a one-game thing, and it didn't necessarily go to the shady investigator guy who takes the camera, and then the league is involved. Maybe it just would have been, we're taking your camera, like a teacher does to you. It'll be in my drawer. You can pick it up at the end of class. But do you think Mangini knew it was going to do what no, it did? No, I don't. 
I don't. And I think he's sort of admitted that and his regret in that way, not necessarily doing it, but that it blew up and got out of control and what the end result was. But it is so petty and pathetic of Mangini not to do this because you're one of the only people that didn't do it. You can share You can say exactly what you just said. You don't have to go on for five hours. Right. But if you're going to have the balls to call the team on it, you better answer questions about right. it as well. Now, back to the Ernie thing. Right. I think Ernie has come off um, naturally the worst in this documentary through four episodes. Yeah. I think his ego has been crazy. I just think he's been – some of the things he's said I haven't cared for. Bill hasn't come off great, but I think that's intentional. Right. I think, as you said, you know – for some reason, no one else gets these strange, I don't even know what they're called, like rough edits edits or whatever. Like Bill gets almost if like if Bill had had something in his tooth and was scraping it out, they would have put it in. Right. Like anything to Oh, is there a booger in your nose? <laughs> Let me zoom in and we'll put that in. Like, right. come on, you made him look bad. I thought the, the putting into the fake fart was a little much. <laughs> right. They, they made him look bad. But Ernie, clearly he thinks he's the key to everything. If I'm Robert and I watch Ernie's interviews, I'm like, why did I pay him $25 million a year? You think you're the reason, and every decision goes, Ernie, what do you want to do here in Super Bowl 36? Ernie's deciding everything. Maybe Ernie should make more than Bill if Ernie was that important, and he believes he's that important. Like, that ego is, woo-hoo. But, but I see it differently. Maybe this is Belichick derangement, and it could be. But I see the, the front-facing Ernie as the Belichick in private. I think that Ernie in this series is outwardly showing the the ego of Bill Belichick. Oh, that- I think Bill has the same exact ego, yes. But I think Ernie, like, we know Bill has an ego. And we believed Bill has an ego for a certain reason. He won six Super Bowls. He built a dynasty. Like, the the results of his endeavors. Whereas Ernie was always this mysterious behind the scenes. Every player. He's always there. Like, the guy, somebody said it in the He's always there with his glasses and his weird mustache and just kind of whispering to Bill in the corner. And players used to hate him. Hate him. Because he would stand right behind, like a, a narc or something, behind huddles, behind gatherings, and you're like, shh, Ernie's around kind of thing. They knew that Ernie was Bill's extension, eyes and ears. But then when you get that clip of Ernie, dis- Madden's telling you you should just go to overtime, but Ernie decides no. You know, we're tired. There's no way we're going to stop him. we got to go for it here, Ernie. Well, Bill, why? I just don't Isn't that Bill's decision? Right. This isn't clock management where Ernie might have a better vibe of, 42 seconds, play clock, spike. Uh, yeah, Bill, do it. Like, that I understand in terms of games management, time management. That's a simple, non-rushed decision. Are we going forward here or are we not? The person who should make that is Bill Belichick. That's why I pay you, right? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 the other thing with that that bothers me is that I would have loved to have heard Ernie say, Bill, fourth and two, go for it against the Colts. Or, like, cases... Right, where it wasn't this, you know, generational decision that be- began a dynasty. Where, it, oh yeah, you know, whether it was like know, a gambler that only shows you the winning receipts and right. you not the hundred losing receipts over the last month, the yeah. Floyd Mayweathers and those Shine. types of people. Though, yeah, and they won't do that. I, I, I'm guessing no. they won't. Do I, that. I mean, I've watched the whole They've, thing. It's excellent. In, in, is but, it excellent? Because I'm getting so I uh, get a DM from a, um, I won't say who it is, a Patriots fan. Um, that I consider one of the most invested Patriots fans literally on the planet. And they hate it. They think it's boring. They don't like what's being left out. The The one thing that I very much agreed with this person on was the fast-tracking of the Super Bowls, squeezing three Super Bowls into one episode and like not referencing winning streaks and so 
That's why there's a dynasty. That's literally why you have 10 episodes called Dynasty, because you won those three Super Bowls. And there seems to be a fixation on parcels and power and scandal. And that's fine. And I also don't know. But what more do you need to know about those championships? Like, I've watched the three games to glory. I've seen the American, the NFL films, America's team. I've seen everything. It's a great point. Who's this for? To me, I have been, I'm selfishly watching this, obviously, as you are, as your friend is, anybody. I was really hesitant to get behind it because I thought, what could there possibly be? Yes. I have, like you have, I mean, I was a senior in high school in 01. You've been covering the team for 20 plus years. We've watched every Wednesday press conference. We've watched every game. We watched every Brady snap. We saw all of this. So where I have been, it's it's kind of, I'm kind of playing both sides of the street in that I'm happy we're seeing the edge of craft against Bill because that's revealing things I didn't know about the levels of animus that create that was created over the last 20 years. So I'm seeing the the pettiness of Robert Kraft. I'm seeing the reluctance of Bill Belichick to engage. I'm seeing that the the ego of Ernie Adams, the the behind the scenes stuff of Brady and the end zone motel, mm-hmm. Ty Law's apartment. Very good. I, I, to me, I saw Evan Lazar tweet this yesterday. You know, he works for the team, but he's like, yeah, "Why are they rushing through these things?" Hey, Evan, go watch the effing DVD. There's 30 of them. I want to see the. I want to see Parcells hate Robert Kraft or Bill Belichick. I want to see the. The, the behind-the-scenes of Robin Glasser... Go, is it Glazer or Glasser? Glazer. Glazer. Robin Glazer going through uh, the Spygate tapes. I, I, I find that to be far more interesting than going back and reliving you know the, uh, the, the, the touchdown pass to Deion Branch in the AFC title game. But the, the reason I asked who's it for is that, like, are you assuming the people that are watching it are mostly Patriots fans and they've seen... The three games. No, I think it's I think it's the people that don't like the Patriots. Okay, and that may be, and that's one of my biggest questions on this that I don't know that I'll ever. So I go on my Apple and you click over, and it's like eighth or whatever on. Did you figure out you have Apple the same way you have Peacock? I kind of did. the The way I figure anything out now is with my remote. I just say Apple TV, and if it starts to open and comes up, I realize I have it. Same thing with Peacock. Is Odyssey around? Okay, (laughs) Um, but like. Is this being viewed? I know we're so close, and we're in it, and like freaking NBC Sports Boston's doing recap shows, and every blogger is blogging every episode. Is this resonating in Seattle? Are people in Seattle or Oakland or Dallas, are they watching this? Because if this is for a national audience, and your idea is to paint the whole picture of the totality of the dynasty, I just think skipping over some of the the actual football big and and again is it limited maybe app maybe they had a long cut I, i'm not into editing but and, it's not even i don't full. know what i'd take out to squeeze in a little more wins hey they won how many at 21 in a row that but, wasn't really in there but but i would say even like they, they don't show the the losses either like there isn't this afc championship oh yeah no so i, I guess like the, the afc title against the the steelers they didn't show the game right they pretended drew won the game the right. game was won on special teams. Right, it they was, didn't have the block kick. They didn't have the punt return. They had none of that. Right. Like, so I'm not really getting the story. We know that because we know the story. But if you're watching in Seattle, you think Drew Bledsoe won them the game. He was mediocre in that game, and he threw a touchdown pass to David Patton. That was the exact same play they use a week later. Right. I. I. But I would say that the just like. When you see a Monday morning show on any of ESPN or FS1, they're not showing a six-minute 
highlight reel. They're right. showing a play, and then they're yelling at each other because of the decision that was made. This is what America is. It's about personality-based disagreement and, and, and drama. And that's what the dynasty is. And I agree with that. They want drama. They want soap opera. They're telling a personal story. They're not actually telling the story of what happened. And that's fine if you just accept it as that. Because I've enjoyed it. I want to just be clear. I've actually enjoyed it more than I thought I would. I was sort of like, "Ah, what am I going to see? What am I going to learn? That whole thing. The interviews, I think, have been great. Right. The reminder of how key a figure Drew was and... I still like Drew. I know he gets a bad oh, rap around I th- here. I, I thought he came across so petty in this thing. Oh, oh, I don't. I think Teddy Bruschi saying that the Patriot Way started with Drew Bledsoe was maybe the best line in the entire documentary. Like, that's when people ask me about the Patriot Way. That's where the Patriot Way started. Drew Bledsoe and the way he handled himself in 2001. Yeah, I think that that is uh, the way in which he said, I look forward to having the opportunity to fight for my job. It reminded me not to get political. Of the uh, Senator Scott Brown race for the vacant seat after the passing of Ted Kennedy. Yep. And when he said, you know, how could the the debate moderator asked him, how could you, a Republican, state claim to Ted Kennedy's seat? And he said, it's the people's seat. It doesn't belong to anybody. And I feel like that Bledsoe was everything, the antithesis of what that, of the people There's a $100 million quarterback doing what's best for the team. And that's where I think the Patriot Way started. Yeah, yeah. I, I, to I, me I, that was the best quote of the first four episodes. Yeah, uh, I, I, because yeah. it's different than because I think most people are on your side. Most people are Brady people. Most oh Brady had to work for what he got. He's not the pampered number one pick who had the audacity to say my job. Do you think that Bledsoe comes across as a pampered number one pick? I mean, he does to me. Yeah, I, I mean that's how but he I, played. That's but that's he what he was. Right. So it's not his fault that that's what he was. It's not his fault that he showed up with the expectation as the number one pick to save the franchise and then went out and saved the franchise. And then Bill Belichick, let's not forget because people like to forget, Bill Belichick sat at a table and handed him a $100 million contract. Oh, of course. I, we, Wiggy and I had the debate. Wiggy said Belichick wasn't here. And I said, oh, he was. He and, absolutely uh, was sitting like the camera view. Right. He's there giving $100 million. Wiggy's a great person. Memory not exactly outstanding. Uh, I owe Wiggy an apology. Oh, wow. I did not remember that deflected off oh, Pat and catch. Unbelievable. How did I forget that? Yeah. It's a remarkable highlight. Remarkable highlight. Like, that is just lost in that game, in the tale of that game. And and the fact that it, I um, we were talking during a break with Mike Thomas this week. He came in and we was talking. He was like, Wiggy, how crazy is it to see yourself in these roles? And Greg and I were saying it almost adds to the lore because even though it's 20 years, 23 years, it feels so much older because of the grainy non-HD. Right. Like, it. I was at that game. Mm-hmm. I wanted to leave. And the Walt Coleman call and everything. And, and you go back in that night. The amount of things over 20-plus years in hindsight that had to occur in just the random one-in-a-million of a uh, way in which they did, it's staggering. And the thing that always comes back to me about that 2001 team was... Not that they they went on a run and Brady came in and you know they they had this you know unbelievable comeback against the Chargers and then they they lose to the Rams and then they lose again. It's that that Super Bowl when when Prol got the touchdown and Kurt Warner hit him to tie it at seventeen. There is not a a living man or woman within the sound of my voice that didn't just say, "Oh well, what a nice run." That we said the same thing when Brady got hurt. I did when Brady went down against the Steelers. I'm like, "Up oh, there goes the run." The week mm-hmm. before when Brady got sacked and fumbled. 
there goes the season. The amount of times where I was a man of the 90s, that's where I fell in love with Boston sports, Loserville, as my old friend Jerry put it. Yep. The, the next shoe to fall was always waiting to ruin your year, was waiting to just grab you and say, you smiling, you idiot, you're a Red Sox fan, go away. It, that decision by Ernie, Bill, Tom, we all know Drew Bledsoe, that's one of the best signs, best moments for him, for me. Yeah. Go out there and sling it. F it, sling it. Although the funny thing is, then cut to three-yard throw to J.R. Redmond. Oh, that's slinging it? Right. Well, you know, <laughs> don't let the four-yard throw to Troy Brown. Pa- facts get F in the it, way. dink and dunk it. The, the, the pass to Troy Brown, though, unbelievable. That was more on Troy, too, to run that perfectly to yeah. get out of bounds. And then Wiggy, but it, the kick... And I, 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 you know, I have a young son. You have young kids. Much, you know, mine's much younger than yours. But they, your kids grew up in a in a Boston where they won everything. Oh yeah. And that drive, and then the kick by Vinatieri, and I thought this the dynasty did a good job. It just reset everything. I mean, it was it was that singular. We go to Mo Lewis. We go to all the different things. That drive after the touchdown and Ernie or Bill saying that. I mean. You cannot overstate the impact that that had. Correct. To the point where it, and Brewski does a good job of flipping the script, I was so at Super Bowl Forty Two, which is a big part of the uh, dynasty, I was all in that even when they got the ball back, they were winning the game because that's what they do. Like Tom Brady to Randy Moss, whatever we're doing here, and then they got greedy. And I learned that in this that, you know, Randy Moss says, Tom looked at me and he's like, when I look at you, cut back we i know we just need a field goal but we're going for it or whatever right well you got greedy because you won the super bowl the first time you changed new england sports by just dinking and dunking and letting vinitary kick to which i i brought this up yesterday with arcan when i was on two to six i think if adam vinitary's the kicker there they might tie that super bowl because maybe tom is comfortable just dunk dunk adam kick it and we'll go to overtime because we are the best offense in this we're happy to go to overtime now because we're the great offense and maybe we're hitting our stride here we just scored we put ourselves in field goal position that was the game bill didn't let gostowski kick remember and i think tom in his head is influenced by that and tom got greedy no 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 f it we are moss and brady we did it against the giants in the regular season finale i just chucked it deep we broke all the records we have the perfect season i think they they lost their way there, and it was sort of symbolic of that. They bought, they read their own press clippings, as a coach might put it. Yeah, that was. Uh, it's still. I, I have not done a rewatch. I remember so vividly the. You know, I remember the days after that, listening to DNC and everywhere else where people were breaking down plays. I'm like, I can't. I couldn't watch it. I couldn't rewatch it. I had to like. I went knee deep into politics because I was like, I cannot live through another. That was the most crushing loss. I have ever experienced as a fan of any team in my entire life. Can I ask you the question I asked Arkind? Would you, hypothetical, the ultimate sports talk radio hypothetical, right? Patriots win that game, finish the perfect season, Tom Brady never plays again. Whatever happens, he retires, he gets in a car accident, he never steps on the field again. Would you give up the second half of the dynasty, the rest of Tom Brady's career, to finish the deal, 19-0, and perfect season? Let me augment it this way. Can I just add the Bucks Super Bowl? He never wins no, again here. No, you can't add anything. Okay, then it's no. not how these work. I say no. I, Why? Because I would. Uh, uh, the greatest Bucks. quarterback in NFL history, greatest dynasty in NFL history, greatest well, team Holmes in NFL has history. Three. Is he undefeated? No, but he's. But that's the other thing is that people re- reset the narratives because right. Brady's two and zero against him in the playoffs, but that's never brought up. 
So yeah, undefeated doesn't matter. People always bring that up. It doesn't. That's the only reason Mahomes isn't the greatest quarterback of all time right now is Brady beat him twice. But he's got seven versus three. That's not the only if reason. If he doesn't beat him, Mahomes has five and Brady has five, and it's game, set, match. Mahomes is the greatest ever. Okay, that's a good point. Those two games are the only reason that Brady's the GOAT. All right. I, I don't usually work with people that have good brains. So Andy Hart had a good point. We'll get back to you in a second. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Looking for adventure. And whatever comes our way. Yeah, gotta go make it happen. Take the world. All right, final segment of uh, Ken and Curtis without Ken. Is Mike Cadlick in the building there, uh, Braverman? I have not seen him in here yet, but he should Cadlick. be. Cadlick, get your uh, ass in here. Well, uh, if, as Tom Coughlin ran this business, if you're not 10 minutes early, you're late. So. It's true, but it's a new era. Collaboration, right. new schedules, you know, take your time, drive safely, work from home. That whole thing. It's this crazy thing. I We did this. I, I, always, I always think of you because we talked. Um, your kids go to a high school that had either temporarily or actually enforced the no phone yeah. rule, which you've said has gotten lax. As the I'm phone sure. motel is inside the door. Drop it off when you come in. Right. No, no early checkout. But um, the there was a news story this week where I think it was Florida. Under 16, no social media allowed. Which I think is like one of the great things that anybody's ever thought of because what a great idea. Is your kids, like, are they part of that generation where nobody looks at each other? Yes. God, is that. We have a lot of kids at our house, like teenagers. So, you know, two friends for this kid, two, and you just, and they're all like in the same room on their phones, like sitting on the couch, supposedly watching a movie, which none of them have their eyes on the big screen that's in the room. It's all on all the little screens. No, they live in social media. And just, that's the other thing. So, Without the details, my son's sort of organizing a thing today. I had to send him. Oh, I, I can't get that. To, how do I get that to people? It won't. My Snapchat won't send it. I was like, we'll just text it or email it. I don't have any anybody's text or emails. They only live through the world of Snapchat. That's what how is they Snapchat. Text. I know I sound like an ancient it, human being. It's they send pictures of each other nonstop. It's like text messaging, but with pictures. Yeah. So like you, but you if, can text a picture. Right. They don't they don't no no they don't have each other's numbers. They only have their Snapchat. Like if you met a girl, hey, can I get your snap? Not your number, so I can't text you. I'm living through Snap. They all live through I've been around them at the beach. Bet you won't go to get her snap. But what's what's wrong with the text? What's what does Snap do that a text doesn't? Uh you can, like, China customize can track it. it. <laughs> well, Isn't this out. another Chinese website? I believe it is. I think. I think it's some kind and it's, of... And it's nuts. Like, if you were snapping with somebody... But, like, I get black... Back in the day, I know I'm going to sound even older. Blackberry messaging, right? Yeah. 
if you each had a BlackBerry, it was a free way to message one another. We're back when they had texting right. limits and all that. And supposedly it was more secure. Right. So That's why Brady had a BlackBerry forever. Right. Until he didn't. Until he s- said, Robin, you're going to use that hammer or can I borrow it for a minute and smash the hell out of that? Right. And, and, so, and for a very more, much more serious incident, Aaron, Aaron Hernandez learned that destroying images or cameras doesn't destroy the images they took, right. unfortunately. But uh, nonetheless... So Snapchat is just a, a communication in picture form. Basically, they have streaks, like you track that you have snapped a photo with the same person for 900 straight days. And a lot of them are stupid, like they, but they're just supposed to like paint that visual picture, a snap of what you're doing in life right now. Like You would probably send one. If you were snapping, right. you'd probably hold the phone on the other side and show, like, I'm in the studio with Andy Hart right now. Right. Click, snap. They get it. But then they, they leave each other unopened, and that's like a girl-boy thing. Like, oh, my. They left her unread. They left him unread. But you can do that in text. Yeah, it's... I don't get it. I just told you I don't get it. I would get... I've told you all along that my Thanos one wish would be, snap, it's all gone. The the cell phones, the smartphones, the social media, just get rid of it. It is the worst thing that's happened to our children and our society in forever yeah i was the tip of the spear i was a sophomore at boston college when we got facebook right after harvard so i started at harvard and it was the facebook and it was this thing and then now you open facebook and it's like the olds oh my god anyway old uh, racist political whatever You you know what i would love i would love to go to a room and hear people's political opinion i didn't ask for like who would ever do that like, would you ever walk into a dinner party where everybody unwarranted told you their beliefs on, you know, Roe v. Wade? What's on the menu? Right, that's true. All right, let's get okay. open I, bar. Exactly. Uh, Rick in Plymouth, I, I want your take on this. I thought it was a good idea by uh, Andy Hart. Would you give up the final three Super Bowls and have Brady's last pass be a touchdown pass to Randy Moss, Super Bowl 42, perfect season? What would you do, Rick and Plymouth? I would have given up. All of it after 2007, because that's the year I dropped my season tickets. Oh, all right. Um, Well, well, hang on. It wasn't just the fact that they lost that game, but it's the fact that their owner, Mr. Moneybags in Foxborough, had the balls to go up 33% on all tickets after not just losing the biggest game in team history, but maybe the biggest game in league history. And I just, I at that point, I said, you know what? You can keep your money. Uh, I'll keep my money, Bob. I'm out. I'm going to guess Rick's not a Red Sox season ticket holder because if you're mad that they raise prices after the best season in the history of the sport, I know they didn't win the Super Bowl, but other than that, it was they were going to be crowned the greatest team of all time. They had the audacity to raise prices, breaking every record in the offensive book, putting on a show like you've never seen. You canceled your tickets. How do you keep Red Sox tickets? And I would say, Rick, it's called capitalism. If there's a popular restaurant, if it gets more and more popular, they're probably going to increase the prices of the entrees. You've never heard uh, Yogi Berra when he said, nobody goes there, it's too busy. <laughs> right. Well, when you get to a fork in the road, pick it up. All right. Uh, Kenny Curtis can, is over here, but the fun continues with Mike Cadlick and Andy Hart until Joe Castiglione officially begins his 42nd season calling the Red Sox here at WEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.